So I think that people like us as a human race, we're the like we value privacy so much, but we're the reasons why we don't have privacy anymore. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is a No Structure Podcast. No Structure. so willing to freely give up our rights or like our whereabouts or anything like that without really without thinking about it because we want to do whatever the app wants you to do in the second we don't realize how much control you're getting over so we don't really we can't really complain about not having privacy when we give so much of our privacy away for free yeah i agree with that i do think that we're like in a weird place right now where we as a society want our privacy so bad but we're so complacent and comfortable with our convenience that we have that we're just gonna bypass privacy and then turn around and get mad when we don't get it. Right. Like a perfect example of the placidness and the convenience. So nowadays, like we have phones. Yeah. And these phones help us do so many things. Right. As soon as you turn on a brand new phone, it asks you to accept accept its terms and conditions. Right. Everyone accepts without even reading. Yeah, for sure. So who knows what the fuck is in it, right? That's a perfect example of you prioritizing your convenience over your privacy. Right. No, it's crazy. Like even just um, when you go on to Uber or you go to Pizza Hut's app, even if you're just looking around, not even necessarily using anything, they ask you for your location right off the bat so that they can tell you what the best deals are and things like that. So in one hand, it's convenient, but at the same time, we're so willing to just be like, okay, yeah, take my location without even really thinking about it like that. Is that weird to you? Uh, Sometimes because I don't really... It's... This sounds weird when you say it like this, but I don't want people to know where I'm at at all times. Like, I think that that's just weird. Like, that's the privacy part that I value. I don't really care about. I mean, like, the Instagram and stuff, like, we already put enough stuff out on Instagram that I can choose what to share with my life. I don't have to share everything. But the really private parts of my life, like my location and my information and stuff like that, these phones have access to it easy. Yeah. See, I don't think that an app, knowing my location, really bothers me at this point in my life. Because I think that I think that a sense of privacy leads to a sense of security, mm-hmm. right? But our senses of security, I think, are all illusions. Like we kind of talked about this a couple of weeks ago off camera. Yeah. When we were talking about, you know, we have all these high tech security systems for our house, these cameras, these locks and all this shit. Right. If someone wants to break your fucking window, they're gonna get in. Yeah, and even like your alarm system, right? You open the door, it takes sixty seconds for the to start beeping and another fifteen seconds for it to actually alert anybody. Yeah. So that's seventy five seconds that somebody has to go into your house and do whatever. Not to mention when the cops get there. Yeah. And depending yeah. on what neighborhood. I yeah, mean, it exactly. still takes a minute. You know what right, I mean? Right, yeah. Even, so. even, and that's, even if they get there in a minute, sometimes, you know, they don't uh, respond to those uh, alarm triggers as fast as they can because they're just like, oh, it's some stupid people that didn't set their alarm right or anything. You know, they're not going to... People... I mean, they're not quick, I don't think, to get to those alarm things. Like, I've had a couple instances in the past where an alarm went off and we weren't there and the cops didn't show up for like an hour and a half, so... I'm so content with uh, allowing these apps to have my location because mm-hmm. I think overall, sense of security is just an illusion. Yeah. Like you, you have to be aware yourself right nowadays, you know, it's, I just think it's not necessarily that they have my location. I think it's just like how I'm kind of perplexed at how easily we're, we are just willing to give up information about ourselves for convenience. Yeah. I think that we feel like that though, because it's new. Yeah. Like giving up our information is new, but how valuable is this information? Because it's been going on since 
the dawn of smartphones. Yeah. Yeah, we hear of, you know, information going, you know, to the black market often and people having financial issues that they have to get out of. But that seems to be the worst of the destruction that comes with it, you know? Well, I think it depends on also what kind of financial situation the person's in because if they're, if this is somebody that doesn't have a lot mm-hmm. and then you take away what little that they do have and they don't have the resources to climb back, mm-hmm. like I feel like then that's almost like facing death for those people. But I also That's think, and I also think that probably people are targeted more that have you know maybe lower credit scores and don't make as much because they they don't have the like I said the resources to be able to fight back. All they can do is call their credit card company and hope that their credit card company gives enough of a fuck to want to do something. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, for me personally, like, there's been times, like, even just, like, weird charges or stuff pop up on my phone bill or something. I will go and I will sit on that phone for an hour and a half until I get that fucking resolved. Because, yeah. you know, I'm paying you a um, fee every month for a service. I expect the service to be in tip-top shape. No, I agree with that. Yeah. 100%. I think my question really just comes down to what is it that we're supposed to be afraid of when we allow these apps access? I don't think it's necessarily being afraid. Like I said, for me, it's not being afraid. I just think it's just it's just weird how willing we're... We just are to give up information. Like, I'm not necessarily afraid. I do think it is kind of crazy, though, how with that kind of... I don't know how this information gets shared, but it's easy to look up people's information now on the internet, too. You can Google Uh search somebody and find their address based off of... It could have been a little thing. Like, they could have posted a house listing 10 years ago and not even sold their house, but now the address is in in the universe, and now there's no way of really retracting that now. I think... think, And I kind of get what you're saying. I think more of it is like a peace of mind type of thing. I think people just like the idea of being secure... Rather than, I don't think it really has any like, I don't even know how to explain that, but I think that they like the idea more than of it actually, of them actually being secure. I think they like the idea that I can step away from my credit cards, I can step away from my computer, my phone, and not have to worry about somebody now, you know, buying a fucking fridge in Ecuador or something, you know? Yeah. Because that actually did happen to my grandma. Um, she got a, someone bought a fridge off oh, of her credit card? Kind of, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, so my uncle's house, he had moved out of it a long time ago. And she had gotten, I don't know how that mail got there, but she had some Sears mail that had gone there with her credit information. You know, back then there's no computers or anything, so all mm-hmm. that information is just in your your letter or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think my uncle moved out, might have accidentally left it there, which, yeah, we're going to get to that. Somebody got a hold of him. My grandma got a call randomly one day, and they're like, hey, somebody's trying to charge a whole bunch of appliances at a Sears in Chicago. She's like, I've never even been to fucking Chicago, so yeah. what are you talking about? But yeah, I mean, and that, luckily they were able to catch that early, especially in those days, but nowadays people are so quick with it. I mean... Yeah. I forgot what I watched in college, but there was this thing where you can literally put a, um, it's like a device over an ATM slot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it just rips the card off and all Mm -hmm. the numbers. Like, that's insane. Yeah, I don't think that we're as secure as we think we are, period. No, and I think anything. I don't even think that we're necessarily quote unquote free. Like, I have honestly no idea. Like, when I agreed to Snapchat seven years ago when I was 21 years old, I don't know what I was agreeing to. Yeah. I just clicked agree. For all I know, they they could own me right now, for all I know. They probably own every picture you've taken. Yeah. I mean, they're going to get a lot of stupid ones. Oh, that brought some, brought, brings up another good point about privacy. In this day and age, too, I don't think the privacy exists because everybody has a camera and everybody wants to do something with their camera. So, like, let's say I'm walking through the store. Now I'm in somebody's Snapchat because they're Snapchatting in the background. I didn't ask to be in that Snapchat. Or even, like, perfect example, when I worked at a, a company a couple years ago, I had this uh, coworker, and her, him and I had a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, yeah, I saw that you were out with her this weekend, and you guys were super drunk, and you were trash. He's talking loud in front of, like, everybody. I'm like, dude, like, uh, it made me feel violated almost. Yeah. Like, how do you know this information about me? And now you're able to take this little information and go spread it out to other places. That's true. That's a good point. When you were talking about um, people taking pictures, everyone wants to document everything. Yeah. Even if you did get caught in the background or something, imagine when, or I don't even know if it's, to this point now but what if you're on the run and you just get picked up in someone else's phone yeah on accident on accident like you're at a gas station or something yeah, yeah and you're just in the background now you're yeah. busted i mean 
in that case, like, obviously that's a good thing because now that person, whoever's on the run, gets in trouble for whatever they did. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, that's nuts. Um, even, like, you hear about, like, even your friends sometimes are like, man, I saw some Snapchats. You were so drunk this weekend. I was like, dude, who is Snapchatting me when I'm not mm-hmm. paying attention? Like, that's weird. Yeah, that's definitely a And I, I, I'm, I'm also, I've done that. I've definitely been the person that Snapchatted other people while they were drunk and been stupid about that kind of stuff, too. So I can't just say that it only happened to me. But now as I get older and stuff, I'm like, man, I don't want to be putting... For even for the for their sake, because it looks bad on their part if I'm just showing them drunk all the time, right? But then that looks bad to me. Like, why am I always have my camera out showing my friends being drunk and That's trashed? True. And now I'm putting a different version of somebody in somebody else's mind because they're only seeing what they're seeing through my Snapchat. And it reflects on you. Yeah, and it reflects on me too because now I look like a poor friend because now my friend it just looks like you're that person too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Do you think that people are going to end up just being very free with their privacy? Eventually, do you think that that's the road that we're coming to? I think we're already almost there. I think like you think we're almost there. Yeah, I think people. I don't think we're close. Really, no. about like what people share. Yeah, I think we're in the generation now where we're sharing things more than ever now. I think that we are definitely sharing things more than ever. I agree with that. Yeah, but I don't think that most of the things that people are sharing want to be shared publicly. Oh, you mean like when there's just not going to be any kind of filter, anything? No is just filter. Gonna, I don't think that'll ever be transparent. Ex- I don't think that'll ever exist. Really? Yeah, I think that the people will always have secrets, and that depending on how good that they are, they'll they'll find ways to bury that secret. I think that it's going to be very close to transparent one day. Yeah, I mean it could be, but maybe it also, maybe even in our lifetime. Yeah, like at the very end. I mean, look at like for example, Trump. Like, look at how much stuff they've been able to pull up on him, and not from just like. Obviously, the stuff that he's been doing in the White House. But now you have people literally looking into his past to find stuff now. Yeah. Like, people are digging now. And I think that comes with kind of getting into the spotlight, too. You have to be ready for people to go start looking through your past. People are looking for any reason to cancel or get rid of somebody or whatever they call it nowadays. For sure. We have these, you know, the fresh generation, the brand new kids that are, like, just being born. They're being born documented on a public level for everyone. Like, yeah. Mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa. Everyone's taking pictures. Everyone's sending pictures. Going on Facebook. Who knows who's getting those pictures? Right. Everything's going everywhere. Everyone knows where everyone lives. And they're going to be so used to that. Yeah. That's going to be the norm that everyone knows everything about you from the jump. That's a whole different mentality. Right. Your whole lifestyle is the Truman Show. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies ever. I love that kind of reason. Just because it's literally we are becoming the Truman Show. Yeah. Like Um, everything about it is... Well, I think in a sense, I mean, I guess it just depends on the person, but like... For me, I know even when we're doing this podcast, like how much I'm willing to reveal about my personal life or about things going on in my personal life. The same thing as I try to apply that to Instagram and stuff. Sometimes, you know, it might get a little bit more personal just depending on the situation. But usually I try to keep that stuff out of it Mm -hmm. just because that part to me is where I value my privacy is the personal life of that. Like you guys can see, you know, the Instagram stuff or but the stuff that really goes on, I would rather keep that private. And I think that would I think that's a lot of people, though. Think about even something silly. Like filters, Mm -hmm. like men and women that post these filters to make themselves look enhanced on the social media platforms. Right. That's going to be pointed out in a big way someday. Yeah. And it's going to make a lot of people look bad. Right. Well, I mean, it's already kind of started with like catfish and stuff. I think it's starting, but it's it's still so popular. People are definitely, I think we're entering a place where a lot of people are going to get exposed for a lot of things. A lot of people, dude. Oh, well, to go back on the cancel culture thing too, I think it's nuts these days. Um, Like you'll see somebody make like a, and this, this is complete, well, I will say that part of it is completely warranted and the rest is not. Because if, if somebody is doing racist stuff and gets caught on video doing racist stuff, saying racist things, and they are found out, yeah, they should get in trouble. But these people are literally finding, like, their addresses, their jobs. They're calling, like, their managers, their families, like, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Like, 
I understand if you have that issue with one person, but digging up people's information so you can call their job and get them fired and stuff. I mean, obviously it depends on the severity of the case, but cancel culture is so bad in that aspect because sometimes people don't even know why they're trying to cancel somebody. They're just doing it because everybody else is. But that goes back to my point just a second ago about how this is going to make everybody better. Yeah. So I think it definitely makes people, holds people more accountable now. With the social media phase that we're going to, it's mm. been about 15 years, Yeah, you know, maybe a little bit longer. We are so immature. I think us as a society have to understand that we're immature with yeah. it. We don't know how to use it still. Like well, we're even, figuring it out. I wouldn't even say it's immature. We're still in like we're still in the baby stages of it. Immature. Yeah. We I wouldn't even not... say it's immaturity though. Like we're still we're growing as it grows. I guess. Like I wouldn't say that we're immature to it. I would just say that we don't understand it. I, I think, guess we'd go into immaturity. I think that I say immature because we can make a list off top of our heads of all the things that probably should not be done on social media. Oh, okay. I get what you mean. I just the way we're using it is immature. Exactly. Okay. Right? I get what you mean. But I think that. Since there's both sides to everything, there's two sides, there's always a balance. Yeah. The two sides are going to bounce back and forth and eventually grind to a happy medium and make both sides positive. So we will see the maturity of social media. I don't know when. It might be yeah. 200 years. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we're we're so infant right. right now. Like, it's ridiculous. So all the things, like, we talk about trolls all the time. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Because that's a baby thing to do. Right. You know, um, people just being blatantly racist. They're not going to do that in real life. Yeah. Because we know how real life works. Right. But they'll do that on social media because it's a baby thing to do. Yeah. And what, what I was saying about the cancel culture now, though, is now they can't even do that shit on social media because you can find people so easy now that like they could find like i'll give you a perfect example there was a video that went out today this guy was on the train this guy was recording another guy on the train the guy was sitting there and there was this little girl she was like kind of sleeping on her dad and kind of had her legs like like towards him he kept tapping the girl's foot he's like hey come with me and the girl was like what no leave me alone he's like no hey come with me and the doors open and he grabs the girl and tries to take her out and she starts screaming she's probably like a nine or ten year old girl Mm -hmm. starts screaming he puts her down on this bench and he sits there like he didn't do nothing and she runs back inside and she goes Dad, that guy just tried to take me. And he's like, he was confused because he just woke up. He's like, what? I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. This other guy comes up and is like, bro, if that was my daughter, if he was like, if that was my daughter, I would have killed you right here. Mm-hmm. And so that all happened. The ne- very next day, somebody recognized him from that video. They found him in the hood. And there's a video of the, him getting the, the The stuff. guy that picked up the kid? Yeah, the stuff beat out of him. So in that case, yeah, social media works great for that. But it's like, we can't be taking justice into our own hands, I guess, is the... That last And part. social media allows us to do that because we can find people so much easier. It's like, I understand that people want to put their hand... And in that case, that's warranted, but in certain situations with so much cloudiness over everything, you just mm-hmm. you could be doing something wrong to the wrong person. I agree 100%. And that is something that will get sorted out as the maturity yeah. gets better with social media. People aren't going to be so quick to react. No, it's going to happen. Yeah. Like everything that's new ends up working itself out. You don't think so? I don't know. You don't think that this will, you don't think social media will work itself out? Burn itself out? Work itself out. Uh, I don't know. I think people are seeing what works and what doesn't work. Very I just fast. think, I think we're still so early in it. I really don't, I don't, I can't foresee where it's going to go. It could go, it could go so left. It could go so right. It just depends on, the it people, really depends on us. The people whose whole life has been social media yeah. are not adult, like they're not grown ass people yet right so we have no idea how they're even going to be adults when it comes to social media right but they've also grown up in an era where that stuff is okay to do by internet standards but it's not 
by internet standards though it is because people champion it and they share it there's a lot of people that throw that shit down real fast like trolls get beat up someone try to kidnap a kid gets his ass beat yeah like there's a lot of things there's repercussions you also have the kid that gets 10 million dollars for doing it then you also got the kid that does the youtube videos that is disrespecting cultures but now now he's doing boxing but that's what i'm saying they're growing up in an era where that is championed online so I'm saying it all depends. It's going to depend. Like both sides are though. I think it's going to really depend on the person individually. Like it's really going to depend on us how we want this to go. I don't think we can even blaming social media or blaming these companies for taking our data and all that. We can blame them, but at the same time, they don't know what they're doing with it either. They're just gathering it to fucking figure it out. Like we're all just figuring this shit out. So, bro, I I don't know what podcast I was listening to, but they were talking about how all this data that they're gathering, it's kind of like a what's that Tom Cruise movie where the the kids were in the pool and they can see the minority. Report. Yeah. So they're gathering all this data about you to predict your behaviors yeah. to create uh, simulations of you to see if you're a threat. Yeah. That shit is fucking wild. That shit is wild. That's crazy, man. Do you think that the, well, let's go on that. Do you think that that's a good idea to predict people? Yeah. Because is human behavior predictable? I think I to, think human behavior is very predictable. That's why I think uh, that... I think to an extent. That's why I was saying that social media is going to work itself out because yeah. I think human behavior is predictable. Because I don't think you can necessarily account for human behavior when something majorly drastic happens in their life. Like, we can't account that somebody's... You can guess that they're going to be an okay person, but you don't know what... Like, we talked about this before about the mental health thing. Like, you don't know the one thing that's going to set them over. So we can mm-hmm. sit here and try and predict that person's going to be a good person, but we don't know. that Some little thing... And then that prediction just right out the window. I think that there's a fine line when it comes to that. You can predict all you want. Yeah. Do but you, when you, you can't pre-act. You that's know? true. Do you think that's a violation of our privacy for them to be doing that? You know, man, I personally don't have anything to hide. So I, yeah. I don't, if they did it to me, I, don't, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have anything bad. to hide either. But yeah, I guess it just goes back to the idea of just being secure. I think that that's what a lot of things is. I think there's, there's people just don't want people to have that much access to them. Yeah. Even though we give up that. See, that's a, the duality of, of uh, privacy is it. We want so much privacy, but then we're also willing to give up so much privacy. Like it's we want the we want there to be a lot of this when we're giving too much of this, so there's not a proper balance. Yeah. Do you think that we have to give up privacy in order to feel secure? Do you think we have to give up privacy to feel secure? At this point. Um. Yeah. Man. I, I mean, that's a like tough. For example, like at the airport, you got to get naked to get on an airplane. Basically, yeah. Do you feel okay with that? You got to get naked. You got to like give your fingerprints. You got to get blood. Yeah. It's, it it's, might be like that tooth. at some point. Uh, You're joking, but it might but be. Do you? This is going to sound bad saying this, but I think we've actually talked about this in the podcast before. Do you really even feel safe with TSA? No, it's very inconsistent. I wouldn't even call it inconsistent. I would just call it a broken system. I don't even think that those employees really care about safety. They're there to collect a check. When no, and that's no offense to them because I understand how, like, I get how it works. Yeah. Like, but And that's not offense to them, but I'm just saying, like... It, I'm not depending on that person that's making $14 an hour to necessarily be the person that's supposed to keep me safe. Yeah. I picked up my son and we're going through TSA or whatever. We get on the plane, we land, then we have to go through, you know, customs, immigration, all that shit. And they check his bag and he has, you know, three bottles of juice, a water bottle, orange juice bottle, and a a grape juice bottle, whatever. Yeah. And it's funny because they're so strict on what you can bring. Like, I can't. All of a sudden, I can't bring my contact solution yeah. because it's going to blow up a plane, but yeah. my son can bring on three bottles of liquid yeah. and three juices. You know what Dude, I mean? Like, they almost put me in like a four-finger death lock when I tried to bring my cologne. I just forgot that it was in the bag. You know, like when I pack my – I have like a travel cologne. So when I pack my travel bag, I just throw it in there and don't even think about it. Like cause I take my travel bag to like – even if I'm just going to Portland or I'm staying overnight somewhere, it goes everywhere with me. So I just throw it in there and forget about it. I don't know that I had that in there. These guys are like trying to shake me down. They're like, where are you going? I was like, dude, I'm going to Las Vegas. Like yeah. it's not like I'm traveling overseas. But do you think that also – I guess that, that's a good uh, topic about privacy. Do you think that 9-11, like that was what really changed 
how privacy, or I guess how, I guess just privacy in general, really, I think that was one of the big things that changed everything in general, because yeah. that's pretty much what started Big Brother, that's pretty much what started, like, the NSA, well, let me say this, I think the government has been spying on us for a very, very long time, like, it's, I don't just believe that over the last four years, all of a sudden, the government, the NSA has been spying on us, mm-hmm. like, Snowden coming out and saying that, dude, they've been spying on us since the medieval times, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but, like, yeah, I think 9-11 was probably the turning point when things, like, privacy really just went out the window, where the government was able to say, hey, we're going to do whatever we want because this is occurring and now we're going to take away whatever privacy we want. They kind of use it as a reason to be able to do what they want to do now. I agree with that. Which 11 was huge. Yeah. A huge turning Change point. Change everything for for yeah. privacy, for security, for everything. Mm-hmm. We were talking about transparency mm-hmm. when it came to privacy. Yeah. Do you think that we'll have like a collective mind at some point? Like everybody just taps into one mind? Yeah. Uh, like, do you think uh, technology will even be that advanced? I mean, maybe like, I don't think in... Anywhere near our lifetime. Have you seen that Black Mirror episode? Um, I haven't really watched Black Mirror. Oh man, so I a, need to though. That is that and West World War Two shows. I, was I like, think that's, that's right up my alley. alley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so on Black Mirror, there's this one episode where there's um, they have like these little devices like implanted in their head or something. Okay. And it's a memory record, so you can like go through your day. You go through oh, I did day. hear about this episode actually. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think I I haven't watched it in a while, so bear with me. Yeah. Um, if you don't believe your significant other, you can be like, rewind that, show me, which is already yeah fucked up for your relationship. Right. Show me, show yeah, me the tape. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> That's why I remember one of them had like a memories of them like having sex with like their past relationship, and they kept that memory. Oh man, yeah. That's like keeping like a something from your ex now. Keeping something from your ex? like your like, oh, oh, you know, like yeah, like a shirt or something. Yeah, or something they gave you. Yeah. What if your ex died? Are you allowed to keep something then? I would say yeah, for sure. Because okay. that's yeah. I mean, so you're just wait. Big... If you, were okay, were they t- were you together? Or were you guys separate? I guess it wouldn't matter. Honestly. I thought you were gonna be like, wait, did you kill him or? <laughs> oh no. Like uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you guys were together. The person that died. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you guys weren't together, I don't know. Unless it's like something. Super... What do you mean if you weren't together? What? Like, if you guys had broken up and then they passed away. How would you have something from them still? Well, I mean, some people keep that kind of stuff. Okay, so if you have something, you guys split up, and then they die and you keep it, you're already keeping it while they're alive. That's already weird. Yeah, never mind. I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) I guess it doesn't matter if they're dead or alive. I mean, not dead or alive, but if you're in a relationship or not. So if they're dead, you can keep something from an ex. Yeah. What do you think about people living? I think that that's just, for me, that's kind of weird. To keep your ex's stuff? Yeah, no, to keep like stuff, even just stuff like they gave you or like stuff that you guys uh, bought so together. if it's stuff that they gave you, that might be different. Like, what if she bought you some Yeezys or something? Uh, yeah, I might have to get rid of them. I'm not getting rid you of gotta, them. You gotta get rid of them. I'm not getting rid of them. I'm keeping them. All out. For what? It's shoes, bro. Hey, man. Every, that's, hey, didn't we talk about this? I have no, no emotional attachment to none of my exes did, whatsoever, but did bro. We, didn't we talk about how all energy is held in your feet? And now you're putting your oh, energy in the Yeezys? Damn. Well, when you put it like that, fuck. Yeah. Man, you made me throw away my Yeezys? Yeah, and then it's kind of mag energy, so. Oh, man. Don't do that in too uh, Yeah, no. I always thought that that's funny when people have that conversation about whether you should keep something that your ex had or that you previously had or people find stuff that was from their their ex's ex. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't think I care. Like, a lot of the times, it's just stuff that you don't even fucking remember. I wouldn't care. Yeah. Unless it's, like, something, like, really significant. Like, I don't even know, like, in that instance, what... Like a ring? Like a ring, maybe. Or, like, um... I guess any kind of jewelry would kind of be like that. If it's like if it, like your girl bought you rings and you guys split, or earrings and then you split up, like if you're keeping the earrings, that's different. But like if hundred percent keeping them, yeah. If she bought you, yeah, like a ring or something. So a ring is different than earrings. I don't know, man. I guess I've never been in that situation of like really 
decide what I want. Yeah. So about that privacy. Yeah. So what do you feel about <laughs> privacy when it comes to your family, friends, your significant other? Yeah. What do, what do you mean? Like how much like information I'm willing to share about them? Yeah. Do you think that you're pretty transparent? If they asked you something, would you tell them? Oh, my family? Anybody. Or just anybody? Yeah, for like, the most part. Where does the line stop? Um... Oh, it's hard to it's hard to tell. Like, let's say that your coworker, probably like the coolest coworker you yeah. got, that you actually kick it with, right? Yeah, I guess there's levels to how much you're willing to share with a person. Well, let's say that person asked you like a super deep, intimate question. Yeah, would you be willing to answer that? Um, I guess it would really just depend on the question. You had worded so vaguely. Yeah. When you answered. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I guess it would just depend on the question. Like, it, it depends on how personal it is and like what they're asking about. Because there is some things that I just don't, it's not necessarily that I don't want to share them. Maybe I just don't want to talk about them anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if people bring up past issues that I've had with people or people bring up past people that I've dealt with, there's just sometimes when I just don't, I don't really feel the need to talk about that kind of stuff anymore. So we can just move on from that. But with that situation, like that, that kind of stuff, yeah. But I mean, I, get, I honestly just guess it would have to depend on the question. I feel like I would answer anything. Like literally I mean, anything. There's not a lot of stuff that somebody personal, like super personal could ask me that I don't really, especially if you're my friend, you know most of the stuff about me already, but like a coworker, like I, I wouldn't even think it's a little weird why they're asking me that personal of a question. Too. This is why it's not, this is why I would answer actually. Mm-hmm. I would answer because if it's something that big, you are a special person to even come up and ask me. Does that make sense? That's true. Yeah. If you're willing to ask that kind of question. Like, that's some yeah. crazy shit. I don't know know what I'm thinking on yeah. top of my head what question they would ask me Yeah. but if it was that big enough where I'm like damn should I tell them Right. I feel like you're kind of worthy of me telling you at that point for you to even cross in that threshold that's true that's crazy and I think at some point people realize that they're even in that level of comfortability with you where they can even ask you that question I think you can get to that level pretty fast. Yeah, especially with coworkers, because if you're with somebody in a confined area for a long time, like you're gonna you're gonna eventually, even if you don't really necessarily like that person, you're gonna eventually befriend them because you're in such close quarters. But I think you can do that with anybody. That's true. I think if you 100%. thought of like a super intimate question to ask just a random person, I feel like you can get into you can jump so many more levels than the average person immediately. Mm-hmm. I will say one time there was this person I had ran into them out at a bar in downtown, and I hadn't seen her probably since like high school maybe and uh, back in high school we weren't even really friends like that so like it was just like we were meeting for the first time but she stopped and asked me she goes tell me four things you love about yourself i thought that was like one of the weirdest questions ever but i was like i kind of like how this conversation is different than just like oh what have you been doing the last three years or what have you been so i mean sometimes i mean you were talking about like with that guy at the store like weird situations like that sometimes like that would be a weird situation where i was just like why are we having this conversation right now? Yeah. Yeah. Something that, I wouldn't say glitch, but it's just yeah. like a standout moment. It's remember uh, a long time ago on the podcast, I talked about times when you feel like, I feel like they're like, I'll be tapped on the shoulder, like being told like by my intuition to pay attention. Mm-hmm. That's like the, one of those situations where I was like, maybe you should pay attention to this. It's such a weird feeling. Because I think a lot of those kind of situations are to open yourself up for growth. Like I think that you, certain people are placed on your path to give you a conversation to make you think. Like, I haven't seen that, or I, I take that back. I saw her once since then. This was, like, maybe, like, seven or eight months ago. I've seen her once since then. It was, like, very light talk. But I still remember that conversation. That was eight mm-hmm. months ago at a bar when I had been drinking on a random Saturday night. And it stuck with me. So when you when you try to talk to somebody, like, that you haven't seen for a while, do you try to go for, like, a... I'm looking past your eyes. I want to talk to you. Uh, but I guess that it depends on the relationship that I had with the person or that I have now with them. Like, 
when I see somebody that I haven't seen for a long time, if it's somebody that I had a good relationship with in the past and we had good memories still attached to that, mm-hmm. yeah, then it's cool. Yeah, I can come up and we can have a conversation and we can go to some of those deeper. But if it's somebody that's like, oh man, like you know, we were acquaintances or like we were friends from this or that, mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to go into a whole deep conversation because I don't want people. For me personally, like I wouldn't want somebody that I'm not really that hip with to come up to me and start asking me a bunch of probing personal questions when it's like, dude, we hung out like maybe four or five times or mm-hmm. like. Even like with significant others, like I only went out with you like four times and all of a sudden you're asking super personal questions. Like I don't necessarily do that because I don't have the energy. I feel like that yeah. takes a lot of energy. So when you do put that energy into somebody, yeah, I got to build that shit back. Exactly. And the thing too, like there will be certain, I wouldn't say places that I avoid, but places I don't necessarily like going to because I know I'm going to see like the same like 15, 20 people. And it's not like it's I don't want to go to those places because... I don't like those people or anything like that. It's just sometimes I don't want to have that same conversation 10 mm-hmm. times in a row. Like, I don't want to go from one person to like, hey, what are you doing now? To the next person, hey, mm-hmm. what are you doing now? It's the same repeated conversation over and over again. It's just exhausting. Yeah, I could do that on Facebook, you know? Like, I could message somebody and be like, hey, what's going on? And not have to, to you know, be out in public. Yeah. Speaking of talking intimate with people, mm-hmm. in an intimate relationship, what is your ideal of privacy? Like, how much privacy should go down in an intimate relationship is it just fair game everything or do you keep some things to yourself like are there Um, are there some things that you just never say i think it's just what well i think that there's levels to it like i think as you progress especially if we're talking about like a significant other relationship Mm -hmm. as you progress like it'll just open up different parts of you and you can share more with the person because you're you're building up different levels of trust we talked about this on the the love and other drugs one about like you're hoping that you tell somebody your insecurities they don't use it against you later so as you're progressing you you start to understand okay i can trust this person a little bit more give them a little bit more i think eventually there is no there's no barrier anymore like i don't know like if you're to you and taylor's situation but i assume that you guys don't share or save anything from each other for the most part so it's to the point now where we've pretty much said everything that we think that we could say yeah you know and it's just come down to if we ask the question, right. you know. And on the flip side too, with the relationship stuff, like I talking about like exes and things like that, or people that you dealt with in the past, like I think sometimes you just have to. It depends on the person that you're with. Like if you know that talking about somebody from the past is going to hurt them, then maybe like I would keep that stuff back from them just because. And not necessarily like talking about somebody from the past isn't like oh my god this person was so wonderful, but maybe they get brought up in conversation or a memories attached to it. Sometimes I'll just hold back from that and just like. We talked about this actually with Jem about like not um, telling people your full path. Remember when we talked about like meeting up with somebody and you're on like a date and then you meet up with somebody you might have had a thing with that person mm-hmm. or they might have had a thing with that person sharing that information. Like sometimes it's better to just keep that in because you don't want to hurt the other person. Shit. See, that's why I asked though because I feel like there's some things that are just better left unsaid. Yeah, and if, if it's going to be to your detriment that I tell you something like that and it's not, it's not something that's going to completely ruin our relationship, then it's something that... I didn't completely ruin, but I mean, if it's not going to affect our relationship anyway, and if I'm going to tell you and it's going to cause you pain, then I'm going to hold back on it because yeah. there's no reason to put that in there. If you ask, I'll tell you. But yeah, but yeah. if you came to me and asked me, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. honesty is always the best policy, if asked. <laughs> I agree. So in a relationship, would you share your location? Um, uh, Man, that's kind of a, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have, like, I'm not a person that has a lot to hide, so mm-hmm. you're going to know where I'm at at time, work. Uh, hanging out with friends or at home, like I'm. I, so, did, I but you, would, you would share your relationship, or you would share your location. What if she asked to uh, let me know your location? Like turn on your your location so I can see it. Um, I wouldn't really care to be honest. I, it's a, it's like a privacy thing, but at the same time, like that would only be if I was in like a really serious relationship where I could see myself with this person for a long time or forever. Mm-hmm. But like if we're just if we just start dating and it's like two months into you're asking for my location, then that probably means you have a trust issue somewhere. Yeah. And maybe we need to work on that before I give you my location. Man, if Taylor asked me that right now, I'd be like, for what? 
That too. I mean, I, but what? I'm, not, I'm not the type of person that would want it. Like, I Hear don't me really care where you are. Hear me out, though. I'm asking for what because I want to know what the fuck is going on in your mind at this point. Exactly. Like, yeah, you can have it, but for what? Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? Like, right. what's going on? You know, right. That kind of goes into the conversation about going through somebody's phone. Like if you're if you have to go through somebody's phone, then you're probably looking for something because you probably have a reason to be looking for something. Yeah. Like if you want my phone, have it. Yeah. That's how I am too. For what? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll give you the passcode. I'll give you everything. You want my thumbprint? You can take it. I'm not hiding anything. But at the same time, I would like to know why you think you need that information on my phone. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, not where where I'm at, but where I would be if the situation was. Yeah, that doesn't even necessarily go with just relationships. Like, I've had friends be like, hey, let me see your phone and let me see what was going on. And I'm like, bro, I don't, why do you need to look at my phone? You can't even trust my word of what I just told you. That's weird. Like, why are you looking to try? This is a long time ago. This is a reason. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Because I would just be like, no, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't. Sorry, ever. man. I don't need to. T- I don't need to show you my phone. I wouldn't ever ask yeah. ever to see your phone. I yeah. mean, unless I needed to call somebody, my phone was dead. Yeah, like literally, that's the only time I'd ask you. Your phone. Yeah, right. And go through my text message. It's a bunch of BS. Like, I wouldn't. It's me and you talking about drinking or being, you know, <laughs> yeah. like. So Drake was the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. So sharing your location with your significant other could be an issue for a lot of people. Yeah. Why do you think that most people are so okay with sharing their relationship with an app and not with their significant other? Sharing their location with an app? Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't even know the people. I, get, I think that just goes back to the convenience thing probably because uh, in the moment it's probably... like, give me my shit. Yeah, exactly. Give me give me my app. But that's so weird that like we can't distinguish like, that that's so bad to be doing that, but yet you won't even share your location. But at the same time, is it bad? Well, it depends on what they're using our information for. Because I don't think even we know that. Snapchat got hit us on deck. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, like, that's why I'm so, like, baffled. You haven't using enough filters. They're about to come get you, bro. I know, right? <laughs> it just baffles me sometimes how, like, so people are so much willing to share, like, drugs and, like, guns and stuff on the internet. It's like, dude, do you not think that people, especially if your stuff is public... Do you not think that... Um, oh, you're talking about all like Snap and like Instagram and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you a story off of this that goes into this privacy thing. Do you think that the only people that need privacy are the ones that are doing illegal things? Um, That need privacy or want privacy? Because I think that, yeah, they need privacy, obviously, to stay out of trouble. But I think people don't necessarily need privacy. I think they just want it. So you don't think anybody needs privacy? Uh, so privacy is like pretty much a myth now. So I don't think that we're necessarily, we don't need it. I think we just want it. I think we just want the feeling of being secure when in reality, nobody's secure anymore. Nobody, there's no, not one person that's not susceptible to uh, identity fraud or some kind of, you know, somebody's going to find some kind of information or something on you. Like everybody has something. Even if it's just a minor thing like traffic tickets and stuff, but that can get you in trouble with a lot of things. Like you just, anything can get you in trouble. How transparent do you think the government should be? <laughs> well, I think completely transparent, but we're never going to get that. I don't think it should. I do think that that's a safety issue. Oh, well, I guess it depends on what we're being transparent about, but I could definitely, yeah. Like, there's just certain things that we probably, uh, like, we go back to this a lot on this, but ignorance is bliss. I think that there's just some things we probably don't need to know about. Mm-hmm. Like, I, do we really need to know who killed JFK? Like, I would want to know for my own curiosity, but wouldn't that just spark, like, a lot of the things that people are curious about would just spark madness if we found out about it. If we found out who really killed JFK and it's somebody that we are relying on right now. Oh, yeah. That kind the, of yeah. The, trick, the, the triple up <laughs> effect. Yeah, okay, I get what you mean. Yeah, no, I think that, yeah, I guess I would agree with you on that. I mean, I think that there's just probably some things we don't know, but the government isn't even transparent with each other, so what makes you think that they're going to be transparent with us? Like, the, like Democrats and Republicans are literally hide 
uh, new bills and stuff inside larger bills so that the, they could trick the other people into doing it. So why? That's true. I can. I'll never even expect transparency from my government. I can't even get sometimes the numbers on my W two don't look too right. Sometimes I'm still dealing with some tax shit. Yeah, right I'm now. like, hmm. Did they? Mm, I think they took out more than what they're saying here because I remember my last pay stub having like four thousand more dollars yeah. taken out. <laughs> but don't go through my taxes. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> don't. I don't think the government should be too transparent. It would be nice to know what's going on, but I understand why we're not going to know. Yeah. But do you think that the government also uses that as an excuse not to be transparent with us either? Like, oh, we can't be transparent with you because of what it would cause if we did tell you that. I think that the government isn't playing around with it. Uh, maybe some of it could be a little facade, I guess. Yeah. But I think for the most part, like, there's real enemies that they can't just give away all their secrets. Oh, yeah, to, for know? sure. So yeah, I think sure. that the government not being transparent is pretty legit. For sure. And the government's just playing a giant game of chess. You can't tell the other person. You can't tell your enemy. Or even, like, I don't want to consider us, like, enemies of the government, but you can't tell the other person that you're playing a game with what you're... If you guys are playing against each other, you can't tell them what your end result's going to be. Like, you can't, give them the, you can't give them the recipes. 100%. Yeah. How do you think privacy is viewed in our society? Uh, What do you mean? Well, okay, I got that. Okay, yeah, I guess it's viewed as a commodity. Like, it's privacy is we only care about having privacy when it doesn't have anything to do with us being or things being convenient for us. Like, we don't care about privacy when we need our Uber, or we need food delivered to us, or we need to find out if the closest Target has that Star Wars action figure that you've been looking for for two weeks, or you know what I mean? Like, but then once the convenience factor gets taken out of it, then all of a sudden we want everything needs to be private. I don't want any of my information anywhere. Don't don't tell anybody about anything. It's like, dude, you've already given up all of your information. Yeah. Like, so I think it's just based on convenience. Like our privacy, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, when the convenience is taking out, people people want the door shut. Yeah. But until then, make things easier, <laughs> you know? Yeah, which is weird that they would even want the door shut. It's like you've already given up so much of your life on the internet. That... But it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. That's one of the smart things about... Uh, all these data miners, you know, mm-hmm. they're just they're really crafty about making it seem like you're not giving up too much. Right. You know? yeah. I think the best part about like maintaining a balance between being private, especially on like social media, is that you create an illusion of mystery. Like I know that there's probably things that get said about me by people and they have these storylines in their head that go like that, but it's like it's almost more fun to let people think what they want to think and just play into that than yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather play into that, like, oh you might think that I might play into it just to throw you off. Like Yeah. That's definitely it's almost, fun. it's almost fun to do it. I read that. Wrap it up. Yeah. So just takeaways. Let's see. So my takeaway would be that privacy and security are both illusions, and that at some point, I think that everyone's just gonna have to accept that that is what it is. Read it. That's yeah. I agree. And my biggest takeaway is, I guess going back to like the Snapchat thing and the Instagram thing, like let's all be more conscious of like what we're putting on the internet. Not only for ourselves, but also for the people around us. Because you don't know if you put something on the internet that could get somebody else caught up or in an issue or anything like that. So best case scenario is to just try and be mindful of what you're placing out there. Because you might not, it might not affect you directly, but you don't know that the person that it could def- affect behind you or next to you. or And all of that is like a real quick snapshot of what's going on. So there could be nothing going on, but they just see a little thing and that can be blown away in proportion. So I think not just for yourself but also for other people, be mindful of what you're putting out there so that you're not putting yourself or other people in compromising positions.